Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. We have lost seven of our last eight games, and the Islanders gave us one. Buckle up, it's going to be another depressing episode. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 1.53 a.m. Eastern Time, March the 12th, 2021 at the time of this recording. Yep, it's another late night recording session for this episode because, guys, after that game, I needed some time to myself and I just needed to reflect and just show more frustration towards the New Jersey Devils, but before we get into that, if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I gave you guys a full-blown analysis of the Walt Disney Company and ESPN purchasing the broadcasting rights for the NHL, and guys, I am so excited to see the NHL and ESPN back together once again, because like I told you guys in the last episode, I believe this will be great marketing for the NHL. It will give you a chance to reach out to new fans, and also, just think of the marketing techniques. So, like, Uh, When the NHL and ESPN officially comes together next season, then, uh, you know, Disney Plus could do something with the NHL and, you know, maybe make a documentary or maybe do a player profile, whatever the case might be. That gives them a chance to reach out to new fans or you'll see more NHL games on ESPN Plus because like I told you guys when I was watching the Capitals and the New Jersey Devils game, I was watching it on ESPN Plus because it was easier and just more accessible for me to just uh, get a hold of it. So overall, I'm looking at it from a marketing aspect from ESPN and also the NHL. So ESPN, you struck gold. There's a lot of great personalities in the NHL, and I believe uh, marketing will be huge for them. Like I said, with a high streaming service like Disney+, Plus. I'm looking at uh, just great opportunities in the NHL's future. So the NHL's future is brighter than the sun right now. So on to another subject where it's not so as bright as the sun. The New Jersey Devils dropping game one of three against the New York Islanders. So like I told you guys in the last episode, coming into this game, the Islanders were on a six-game win streak. So the Devils were going to have to be on one in order to compete with the New York Islanders. And they did, but it was too little, too late, and the Islanders already had their foot on the gas pedal. So before we get into that game, let's look at the standings out east and see how much further back the New Jersey Devils are. So the Islanders with 27 games played, they are 17-6-4 with 38 points of the year. The Capitals are 16-6-4 with 36 points. The Pittsburgh Penguins are 16-9-1 with 33 points. The Boston Bruins are 14-6-4 with 32 points. The Flyers are 13-8-3 with 20 nine points the rangers are 10 12 and 3 with 23 points now here are the devils 8 12 and 3 with 19 points and then still in last place are the buffalo sabers at 6 15 and 4 for a grand total of 16 points so for the new jersey devils uh they're stuck in neutral to say the least or uh because they're not uh falling back but at the same time the sabers are just doing worse than us so you know there's that and 
Uh, for New Jersey, it's almost time to blow it up, guys, because like I said, we are one month away from the trade deadline, and with how the New Jersey Devils have been playing in recent games, uh, we've dropped seven of our last eight. I just don't see us uh, getting out of the rut because now we have a 0% chance to make the playoffs, according to The Athletic. And we only have a 1% chance. Uh, I, I think that's less than 1% chance now to try to get into the fifth position. But even then, we would miss the playoffs. So, guys, I think we're just high out of miracles. So, for the first 40 minutes of this game, it was all New York Islanders as they scored four unanswered goals. And then the Devils started to do something. And it goes back to their last game against the Capitals. They played hard at the end, but it was too little too late because, like I told you guys, when you're playing a team like the Islanders and the Capitals, you cannot play behind the game the entirety of it because it will come back to bite you because these teams know how to close the game out. So I like the fight that we have at the end of games, and it feels like I've said this so often on this show in past games because there's been good instances when the Devils, even if it's not for the entire uh, minutes of period number three, they show some fight within the final frames of it, like the final two minutes or the final minute, whatever the case might be, where they play like a cohesive unit and have a sense of urgency. But for some reason, we can't do that the full game. And that's a problem I'm having with New Jersey. It just looks like that we have no fight in us. So uh, remember when uh, the Islanders were able to score one of their goals on a line shift mistake by the New Jersey Devils? There was just no urgency there. So for New Jersey, I, I don't know what it's going to take because it, it looks like it's in their heads now. And it seems like they just can't get out of it. And it's really frustrating to see because it, it seems like they have no confidence in themselves anymore. So, for example, uh, at the beginning of the year before uh, they went on that suspension, just look at the swagger that the New Jersey Devils had. Look at the confidence. Look how they played together as a unit even when they were struggling in certain aspects aka the specialty teams even though we know that i will complain about the specialty teams i will say things need to change things need to get realigned but reality they won't so for the new jersey devils i don't know their confidence just went out the door we're in a rut like i said we've lost seven of our last eight games it's really frustrating to see and i just wish i just wish new jersey would just get something we need that spark plug like i told you guys in the last episode so obviously putting scott wedgwood in uh, it gave us some temporary spark plugness, uh, if that's even a word, I don't know. So, uh, going back to uh, Scott Wedgwood, let's talk about the practice notes before today's game. So, Amanda Stein released saying that Mackenzie Blackwood was getting most of the reps during their practice and also in the pregame uh, practice this morning. But um, Scott Wedgwood was there to back up. So I think Aaron Dell has now been demoted to third string goalie. And guys, that's another prediction I got right. I told you guys Scott Wedgwood deserves a bigger role. And I think Lindy Ruff is granting it to him by saying you are now the second string goalie. And uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, his numbers just continue to just go down the drain because he got off to a great start to begin the year, like I said. But in this game, I don't, I don't know, man. Just uh, he faced 33 shots and he saved 28 of them and his save percentage of 848. I, I, albeit the defense is terrible for the New Jersey Devils, but I'm just not seeing the same Mackenzie Blackwood that I saw within the first three games of the year. So I'm not going to give the entire blame to Mackenzie Blackwood because, let's face it, guys, our defense is atrocious, 
and you know we were always looking towards Blackwood to be our savior but at the same time I'm, I expect a little bit more from Blackwood it seems like he's frustrated and he doesn't even care anymore so uh, let, let, let's look at his regular season so far. So he's appeared in 13 games. He has a win-loss record of 5-7. and seven, And he has a goals against average now of 313 and a save percentage of 900. So a goals against average, man. Like, wow. That's on pace to actually be his career worst. So last season, he had a goals against average of 2.77. And the season before that, his rookie year, he had a goals against average of 2.61. So, albeit his rookie year, he appeared in 23 games, and then the year after that, in his sophomore year campaign, he appeared in 47 games, but in 13 games played, he has a goals against average of 3.13. Like I said, he has the Detroit area code uh, goals against average, because uh, Detroit's area code is 313, so... Uh, I'm really concerned about Mackenzie Blackwood, quite honestly, because here we are. We were talking about him being in the running for the Vesna Trophy, and now he's completely taken this fall from grace, and it's really concerning to see if you're the New Jersey Devils. And while I was on the subject of saviors, uh, let's talk about Jack Hughes because he scored in this game. So what I like about Jack Hughes is that he's always able to do something productive each and every game. And I always talk about it in this show every time you guys give him a hard time for not doing anything. So obviously he was able to get one of the three goals for the New Jersey Devils this evening. And uh, for Jack Hughes, obviously with him being a center, it seems like our wingers are just relying too much on him. So Jack Hughes, if you look at the game and if you're not a casual fan and you're actually observing and meticulously watching you see that Jack Hughes is actually creating open lanes and actually you know using his speed to his advantage and he's giving his teammates open opportunities but they're just relying on him to do a buttload of the scoring and unfortunately you can't do that you can't have just the wingers just latching on to Jack Hughes' shoulders because eventually if you're on his shoulders they're gonna break with ease Jack Hughes cannot be doing all the work and he can't be our only consistent scorer so obviously you know uh zay jack he was able to get an assist this game and uh zaka didn't do anything this game has a plus minus a negative three and um you know like i told you guys before the heizer injury zaka and brock they were all doing relatively well and going on a bit of a hot streak but then obviously call me crazy but once heizer went down have you noticed that Zaka and Brock just don't look the same? Albeit, look, I know Heizer's an important part to our organization. Hell, he's the new head captain for our team. And Jack Hughes is obviously the future. And most likely, once like Paul Mary is dealt, once Zajac leaves, uh, let's face it, I believe Jack Hughes will be named one of the alternate captains for our organization. Because uh, I think also Subban will be out if the Seattle Kraken decide to... Uh, pick him up in the expansion draft so honestly let, let, let's face it so he's our head captain and I think for sure I will bet my house on it I think uh, Jack Hughes will be one of the alternate captains next season for the New Jersey Devils so yeah, yeah I, I get though those two young guys are really important but we can't just be relying on them to just you know do all the heavy lifting because they can't play every shift and speaking of shifts Andreas Janssen, this surprised me. He only appeared in two shifts for period number two. And that's something to look out for because, like I told you guys, when Ryan Murray was a healthy scratch and, you know, we saw his playing time go down a little bit, 
Um, and now I think we're seeing the same thing from Janssen just a bit. I really hope we do not scratch Janssen, but at the same time, it looks like his playing time is going down and down and down and just getting smaller, smaller, and smaller. So that's something to keep an eye out. Obviously, I'm, I'm sure Lindy Ruff is just trying to mix and match and just shake things up a little bit just to try to help the New Jersey Devils. But at the same time, don't do something you might regret, Lindy. That, that That's all I have to say. So uh, Janssen only getting two shifts in period number two, and the Devils only having, what, three shots on goal halfway through period number two? Just goes to show you how dominant the Islanders were this game, and there's a reason why they're on a seven-game win streak. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know what I need? I need to, uh, get a built bar after this. So, anyway, let's continue. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't know what a built bar is? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't explain to you what a built bar is, because you already know, kind of. So, let's talk more about something interesting that built bar is doing. Okay, everybody, we've heard of March Madness for basketball, but have you heard of March Madness for built bar? So, we have been telling you about built bar. The best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar March Madness. So come on, head over to Built Bar's website and vote for your favorite flavor of Built Bar and hopefully they advance in the bracket similar to how college basketball March Madness works. So vote as many times as you possibly can and hopefully your flavor advances. Personally, I'm a huge fan of chocolate and caramel and I also love brownies because I'm always cooking brownies with my mother. So those are two of my favorite flavors, but hopefully uh, your favorite personal flavor can advance to the next round as well. So remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off of your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off of your next order. I repeat, at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Man, I love Built Bar so much. And the second live read comes from BetOnline.ag. College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs. So BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody okay let's continue with the show so obviously brock did have an assist this game so going back to my point where you know brock and zaka just don't really look the same as they were once Heizer went down I do want to say it's not that they're not doing anything. It's just like they took a couple steps back. So it's like they went from like a 10 to an 8 or a 7. So, you know, it, the Devils just don't look effective in that instance. And that's what's uh, just frustrating me overall. Like I said, there's just no teamwork amongst the Devils organization. 
and it seems like uh, we've just given up on this season, and we've given up all hope, but on the bright side, hey, Ty Smith is still in the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy, so, you know, that's a good thing, so... We talked about the netminder for the New Jersey Devils and how Blackwood has been having a downward spiral the last couple of games, but Sorokin was uh, able to make 19 saves for the Islanders, and he extended his point streak game to 10, and they are the only team in the NHL without a regulation loss at home. So that's another thing. It seems like the New York Islanders, they just do really well at home, and that's one of the reasons why they're on their seven-game win streak. So overall, uh, they were just uh, the better team, and they just dominated the New Jersey Devils. That's why they're top of the East. And I just really hope the New Jersey Devils can just take one of three. So we've already dropped one. We still got two more opportunities, but this time we're going to be going back to New Jersey. So hopefully uh, the Devils can just take advantage of some home cooking, especially with some fans in the arena once again. And that's another thing I forgot to talk about on the show. I I forgot to talk about a couple weeks ago that fans were allowed back at the Prudential Center, so that's uh, really nice to see. Or maybe I did talk about it. I don't know. I forgot. So here's an X factor that could potentially go the way of the New Jersey Devils, and that is that the Islanders lost their captain, Lee, to an apparent lower body injury during the first period following a collision with Zaka. So that is another X factor that the New Jersey Devils can take a part in. But here's the thing. I do not wish injury upon anyone. I really hope that Lee makes a full recovery. I hope he's okay. Hopefully it's nothing serious. But I'm just saying, here's here's why I have to say this. It's because, A, he is the captain. So obviously with any captain, they're the driving force for their respective organization. Just ask Nico Heizer. As he went down, so did the New Jersey Devils. Or we were already going down, but we went down even further once we lost him. So that's reason number one. And reason number two is because he currently leads the Islanders with 12 goals of the year. So if the Islanders are without their main goal getter, it doesn't mean that they're going to completely crash and burn and that they're going to fall off the rails and it might just be a bump in the road for them. But I'm just saying, he leads the team with 12 goals. So if he is out... There goes uh, one player that, you know, you don't really have to worry about trying to score a goal on you, and it kind of makes it a little easier on your defense and also your respective netminder, whether that be Blackwood or Wedgwood at this point, or maybe even Arendelle. I don't know what the case might be, but either way, Lee is supposedly going to be out the next game. Uh, Of course, there's no official word on that, according to sources and also the head coach, Barry Trotz, so uh, I don't think he'll be at the next game game so he's questionable but uh there's no official word and also that's really sad to see because like i told you guys i don't wish injury upon anyone under any circumstance because lee was actually playing in his 295th consecutive game so you know uh you always hate to see that iron man streak go away in any sport for any player but Uh, At the same time, that's just an X factor that I'm just listening for the New Jersey Devils. So that way uh, they can just get some hope. And also, second of all, I told you guys that the Islanders have not lost a uh, regulation game in their own barn. So we're going to New Jersey. So you're in front of your own fans. And that's where the Islanders do most of their losing. So, you know, take them home and just try to uh, beat them. That's all I have to say. Please do not let me down. And speaking of letting something down, let's talk about chain stores and how they let you down. 
This third live read this morning comes from rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is the even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, like I told you guys earlier in the show, it was all New York Islanders in the first two periods, and the shots on goal reflected that. So, uh, the Islanders had 25 shots on goal throughout the first two periods, whereas the Devils only had 12, and obviously the Islanders were able to go up 4 to nothing of the game, and that was really frustrating to see from the New Jersey Devils and just how they were playing. It looked like they gave up. But they made a valiant effort in the final period of regulation, like I stated. So the Devils scored twice in 40 seconds early in the third period to cut it to 4-2. to two. And, you know, Kuokkanen was able to knock it in on a rebound. And Maltsev was able to score on a backhand. So it looked like the New Jersey Devils had some life in them. Because, like I told you guys, in a 40-second early frame, uh, they cut it to 4-2. to two. So it gave them some hope. It gave them a chance. It said, okay, if we were able to do this early in the period then guess what? We can still make this miraculous comeback like we did against the Capitals and maybe come out on the winning end. But Brock Nelson had other ideas, and he was able to score for the fourth straight game 41 seconds later, and he was able to make the game 5-2. to two. And overall, the bench for the Islanders, it's deep, and they played really good in this game. And they answered back. They really did because the Devils cut it to 4-2, to two, and a few seconds later, they make it 5-2, to two, and that lost all hope for the New Jersey Devils. And the Devils failed to score on their lone power play, and we are 0-19 in our past seven games. Is it any surprise that we've lost uh, seven of our last eight games? So Sorokin, a rookie, has won his past five starts. New York played in front of fans at home for the first time this season, and obviously this um, gave them some life because they play well at home anyway. So overall for the New Jersey Devils, valiant effort in the final period, but unfortunately it just wasn't enough, and that was the final nail in the coffin. So I'm going to give them a final letter grade, but first we need to look at some of the stats. So shots on goal differential, 33 to 22 in favor of the Islanders. Faceoff percentage, 54 to 47 uh, in favor of the Islanders once again. The Islanders were 0 for 5 in their power play opportunities uh, this evening. So uh, shout out to half of the specialty teams for the New Jersey Devils 
for just being able to kill the puck and not give up a power play goal. Unfortunately, we are still 0 for 19 in our power play opportunities in the last seven games. I can't remember the last time I remember the Devils got a power play goal, so that's really concerning to see. Hits 24 to 18 in favor of the Devils, blocks 17 to 13 in favor of the Islanders, and giveaways 13 to 6 in favor of the New Jersey Devils. So overall, I would have given this game maybe like a D, but since the Devils did make an effort in the final period of regulation, I will give them a C minus for this reason and this reason only. Why can't you play like that the entire game? I see you have effort, but at the same time, it cannot come uh, towards the latter half of every game. That's a recipe for disaster, especially uh, since a uh, great team is facing you each and every day because there's nowhere to hide out east except if you're playing the sabers but even then the devils find a way to mess that up but their penalty kill unit did better this game and overall at least i see that the new jersey devils do have some fight in them but at the same time i'm still disappointed in their defense i'm disappointed in uh mackenzie blackwood i'm disappointed in a lot of people but overall i'm glad that maltsev uh Kwokinen, and hughes were able to get some goals on the board for the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, there's that. And overall, it could have been a lot worse. Five to three, maybe not the ideal uh, losing game you want to, you know, come up short in. But at the same time, New Jersey, uh, they didn't give up. That, that That's all I can tell them. So um, maybe I should give them a D, but I'll be generous and give you a C minus. Because like I said, um, the New Jersey Devils, we just need some sort of momentum to go our way in our favor so yeah that's the, my final letter grade for them this evening but anyway let me know what you guys think uh on twitter locked on devils and also let's keep an eye out on new jersey for these next two games against the islanders because this can either go really well or really bad so we need some sort of hope so try not to have too high of standards for new jersey so uh that's about all the time i have for you guys today thanks for listening continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey i will catch you tomorrow in the next episode so thanks for listening and go devils